This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network. Learn more at trine.edu. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Onliners Podcast, a podcast that dives deeper into the world of online learning. My name is Regina, and this week I'll be your podcast host on behalf of Trine Online, a team within Trine University located in Angola, Indiana. Quality matters. It's an important phrase, and quality is obviously something that we want to produce from our hard work. Of course, we want to provide a quality educational experience for our students based on well-designed and well-delivered courses. And this includes face-to-face, hybrid, and online learning environments. As many of you know, Quality Matters is also the name of the global organization leading quality assurance in online and innovative digital teaching and learning environments. And I love talking about Quality Matters. Like, I really love to talk about QM to the point where I'm pretty sure that I can be irritating in a conversation about online learning because every other sentence includes the two letters QM. I earned all of my degrees, my bachelor's degree, master's, and PhD in a traditional classroom. And I started my career in higher education as an instructor in a traditional face-to-face classroom, and I really enjoyed it. But I was curious about online learning and how it was transforming our higher education world. So I moved to e-learning over a decade ago, and QM has helped me and others be better at what we do because quality matters. Much of what I'm going to share with you in this episode comes from the Quality Matters website itself. And of course, I will share the link to the QM website in the show notes. Please use the link and visit QM. There are so many resources available on the website. Trine University became a Quality Matters member in 2019, and we renewed our membership for this academic year. So what specifically is Quality Matters? It's the gold standard for online course design. Quality Matters began from a grant opportunity in 2003. It came about because some higher education institutions began to create a system where they could share available seats in their online courses with other higher education institutions. Yet they needed a way to ensure course quality. In other words, if their student took an open seat in an online course at another institution, was their assurance that the course met the expectations of their own institution? Is introduction to marketing at the university down the road comparable to our introduction to marketing course? So the question arose, how do we measure and guarantee the quality of an online course? In 2003, Maryland Online outlined the Quality Matters program and how it could create a scalable process for online course quality assurance. The consortium applied for a Fund for the Improvement of Post-Secondary Education grant from the U.S. Department of Education, and the request was approved. The grant enabled the development of a rubric of course design standards and helped to create a replicable peer review process that would, number one, 
train and empower faculty to evaluate courses against identified standards. Number two, it would provide guidance for improving the quality of courses. And number three, it would certify the quality of online and blended college courses across institutions. As word spread that there was a tool for assuring quality across courses, more institutions became interested and involved in the QM process. Now, 17 years after the creation of the first edition of the rubric, Quality Matters is a nationally recognized program with broad appeal. The QM rubric is in its sixth edition and, as QM shares, it has expanded its quality assurance tools and professional development to include organizations outside of the higher education sector, including K-12, continuing and professional education, course publishers, and educational service providers. The grant itself ended in 2006, but QM continued a self-sustaining program within Maryland Online and was used to impact the quality of teaching and learning at a state and national level. Then, in 2014, Quality Matters began operating as a standalone nonprofit organization. Today, QM has more than 60,000 members. And as I shared, the rubric is in its sixth edition. The sixth edition was released in the summer of 2018. QM is centered around four underlying principles. The QM rubric and processes are continuous, centered, collegial, and collaborative. Let's talk about each of those four underlying principles. Okay, so QM is continuous. The QM process is designed so that all courses being reviewed will eventually meet expectations. It is a continuous quality improvement process. Courses do not pass or fail. The ultimate goal for each course is that goes through the review process is that it will eventually meet expectations. QM is centered. It is centered on research, on student learning, and on quality. QM is collegial. QM reviews are a faculty-driven and peer review process. QM is collaborative. The review is based on collaboratively identified evidence found in the course rather than personal preference of an individual reviewer. The review is conducted by experienced online instructors in communication with the actual course developer. It is a supportive environment. It is not judgmental. What's so valuable about a QM review is the wealth of feedback that is provided to the course developer after the review is complete. Again, this is about keeping the focus on continuous improvement. So what happens in a course review? Well, the QM rubric is used to determine if a course meets expectations. So let's talk briefly about the actual QM rubric and what it looks like. The rubric was designed to provide a rigorous set of standards that can be consistently applied to online and hybrid courses as part of a commitment to continuous quality improvement. The rubric has eight general standards. General standard one focuses on the course overview and introduction. General standard two focuses on the learning objectives or outcomes. General standard three, assessment and measurement. General standard four, instructional materials. General standard five, learning activities and learner interaction. General standard six, course technology. General standard seven, learner support. And general standard eight, accessibility and usability. 
As QM states, the rubric is organized so that each of the eight general standards is followed by a brief description. And below each general standard is a table that includes specific review standards, a point value for the specific review standard, and the annotation for the specific review standard. There are a total of 42 specific review standards in the QM higher education rubric. In other words, reviewers look for evidence in the course for each of the 42 specific review standards. Of the 42 specific review standards, 23 are considered essential and are worth three points each. 12 are considered very important and worth two points each, and seven are considered important and worth one point each. For a course to meet expectations in an actual review, the review must confirm that all essential standards are met and the review resulted in a score of 85 points or higher out of 100 points. If the course does not meet expectations in the first review, the chair of the review works with the developer until the course eventually meets expectations. As a reviewer, when I look at a course, and actually any course, I look at the course from the learner's point of view. And this is what QM asks of us to do as reviewers. Let's face it, some faculty can get too close to their course. Sometimes it's difficult to see the forest for the trees. Some of the elements of the course may be obvious to the instructor or course developer, but may not be intuitive to the learner. It's always important to take the learner-centered approach when reviewing a course. Frankly, this concept is applicable to face-to-face, -to -face, hybrid, and online courses. Another important feature of a QM review is that 85% threshold. In other words, does this course meet the specific review standard, one of the 42 for which you're finding evidence for, at an 85% level or better? The QM standard for quality is 85%, not 100%. Courses do not have to be perfect to meet expectations. QM's focus is always on continuous improvement, not perfection, since we know that nothing is perfect. Before we wrap up this brief overview of Quality Matters, I must highlight two very important concepts, measurable learning outcomes and alignment. Learning objectives or outcomes are a key element of the Quality Matters rubric. Measurable LOs create the foundation for course alignment. In a QM review, if the LOs are not measurable, the entire review stops until the measurability of the LOs is addressed by the institution. The other important concept that I'd like to highlight is the concept of alignment. The concept of alignment is intended to convey the idea that critical course components work together to ensure that learners achieve the desired learning outcomes. That's the QM definition of alignment. So here it is again. Alignment is defined as critical course elements working together to ensure that learners achieve the desired learning outcomes. After all, the QM rubric is intended to take a holistic view of a course, and that is why it's so important that the learning objectives align with the course materials, the course activities, the course tools, and the course assessments. This is why our team insists on measurable learning outcomes and the use of course mapping. Measurable learning outcomes form the foundation for the course, and course mapping shows the alignment within the course. I've been associated with Quality Matters for a number of years. 
I've been through numerous workshops and courses with QM, and I'm now a master reviewer with QM. Being a master reviewer means that I chair and serve on review teams across the country that apply the QM rubric to other institutions' online courses to determine if that course meets expectations. And we have the opportunity to provide feedback to those course representatives with an eye towards continuous improvement. Each review team has three reviewers. One reviewer must be a master reviewer that serves as the chair. One reviewer must be a subject matter expert and one reviewer must be external to the course's institution. Serving as a reviewer has been an awesome experience for me. I've met so many higher education professionals from across the country. While we work separately and find our evidence independently, connecting with others that share a passion for continuous online course improvement is a wonderful experience. I've learned a lot through the years by working with others through QM. It may be a surprise, but all of this QM training has made me more effective as a face-to-face instructor as well. Specifically, learning about the critical importance of course alignment, how the learning outcomes identified for the course aligned with the course materials, activities, and assessments is applicable in any course. Alignment guides my work as a professor. If you would like to take a deeper dive into all the information, research, free training, free webinars, and resources available to you as part of a member institution, be sure to create your account with QM. You can go to qualitymatters.org, choose membership, then MyQM, and log in and create your account. It's very simple. Quality Matters is blazing the trail toward high-quality online learning experiences. If you are interested in learning more about Quality Matters by enrolling in the Applying the QM Rubric Workshop, please reach out to anyone on the Trine Online team. We'd be happy to help you explore Quality Matters training and opportunities. If you have any questions about QM, let me know. I'd be happy to help answer any of your questions. And as always, thanks for listening to our podcast. Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.